Welcome to Cabot Coverage, the podcast where three sisters and a beloved family friend discuss the crime-solving adventures of mystery novelist Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm Susanna. I'm Megan. I'm Glynis. And I'm Ashley. And tonight we're discussing If the Frame Fits, which is episode 22 from season two, so the finale of season two, and originally aired on the 18th of May, 1986. So this episode was brought about through the random number generator. And weirdly, it is also written by Philip Gerson, who wrote last week's episode. So he has written three that we've watched. The Days Dwindle Down, Just Another Fish Story, and Town Father, which actually I think have all scored really highly on our judging thing yeah i think Um, the only one that maybe didn't was the just another fish story is that because glennis doesn't like grady yeah Yeah. (laughs) it might be it brought the average down like significantly (laughs) yeah Yeah. even mentioned grady glennis it docks off like five i mean i did i did think i know you said binky but when they were pulling up in the golf cart i was like "Uh uh-oh Mm-mm. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. <laughs> Grady look alike, but then I mean we'll get into it later, but he was much better. So yes, no Grady. Um yeah, I feel like Glennis, you took off points for Snow White Blood Red because you thought there was gonna be Grady in it. And just the mention of it, you were like <laughs> docked three points. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> So this one, okay, so If the Frame Fits has Jessica visiting her friend Lloyd Marcus, played by Norman Lloyd, who I guess you're supposed to think used to be a producer, a film producer, and he, but now he's just an old friend of Jessica's and he is sort of an aspiring writer, but I guess he's not very good at it. Anyways, Norman Lloyd lives in a very fancy town called Cedar Heights, I think, and he's got two daughters, Julia Granger, played by Anne Sheedon. She Dean, hmm, not sure. <laughs> and Sabrina Marcus, played by Andra Million. So Julia is married to Donald Granger, played by Christopher Allport. And they all sort of live really close to each other in these big fancy houses. And they go to a local country club, which is frequented by, I guess, very wealthy bachelor binky holborn played by john delancey mayor frank tilly played by gordon jump and his wife mildred tilly played by audrey meadows and that's run by office manager ellen davis played by deborah adair so in cedar heights they've had a spate of uh, robberies particularly art robberies. So paintings are getting stolen from the wealthy people's homes. The first night that Jessica is visiting her friend Lloyd, a painting of his gets stolen while they're in the house. This brings out police chief Cooper played by uh, Cliff Gorman to investigate. And essentially they're just kind of going around trying to figure out who has been stealing the art. And then one night Julia Granger is also is murdered and they think it's by the art thief. Lloyd then tries to set up his son-in-law, Donald, who he does not like for Julia's death because he thinks Donald is just after Julia's money. And it turns out that Donald is also due to inherit a $1 million um, insurance claim. Their insurer is Mayor Frank Tilly, by the way. 
So Jessica finds out all this information. Jessica then proves that Lloyd had been setting up Donald Granger. She then figures out that Binky is the art thief and he's using the art thefts to fund his lavish lifestyle, I guess. <laughs> and, and then coming back around, she figures out that it is actually Donald. So even though Lloyd had tried to set Donald up, Donald had actually done it. Mm-hmm. So also just a side note is that Donald had originally dated um, Sabrina, the younger sister first. And then when he found out that Julia had all the money, he married Julia. He was dating Ellen Davis who ran the tennis, the country club and just an all around bad guy. And yeah. And so the title, this is the only IMDb trivia, by the way, the title comes from the common expression, if the shoe fits, wear it, meaning that if something fits the facts, then accept it or live with it. So I guess the joke, I know, sassy. So I guess the joke here is that he was framed for the crime, but he did actually do the (laughs) crime. So and he was bad, really bad. So, So yeah, so that's, that's the synopsis. Jessica nice out and about in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one a little more straightforward than some of the others, you know, art thefts, murder. I mean, a little right. straightforward, but the whole framing of the murder and then it ending up being him anyways, that was pretty dark. And then yeah. the sister trying really hard to get with him. And even when he's admitted to it, oh my God, he was so callous about it. When she, like, I don't want to be negative out the back. I love this episode, but I did not care for the sister, the alive sister. I actually thought the one that got murdered was, like, pretty funny because she was, like, really, like, kind of bitchy and snobby. But then the, the, the sister that lives is hitting on him in front of her sister's casket. I know. It's pretty horrible. Yeah. It was, yeah. Also, I didn't. I mean, I don't normally like to go there, but I didn't think the actress was that good. I'm sure she's not listening, and I apologize, but I just was like, and then the character to be like, okay, we're like gonna get together, right? And you're like, you're standing next to your sister's dead body. Right. I know. And she's she, like, she'd want us to move on. It's like, oh. it's the comment that like it could have been her in the box. I was like, oh, that is. Well, that uh, that's what he says. Yeah, when he. When she's like, I don't believe this after Jessica and the police chief have confronted him and he's confessed. And he basically yeah. goes, listen, they caught me out. This, you know, consider yourself lucky. This could have been you. And you're like, that is Great. monstrous. Yeah, Glennis, you're right. I mean, it's like, it's so dark. And it is. She, yeah. she's like, <laughs> she's like, oh God, okay. And her well, hair is just like hairspray so high. That- <laughs> A hairstyle was <laughs> it was it upsetting it. It was definitely one of the ugliest outfits <laughs> yeah. oh, between like- her and the sister the sister had an inexplicable haircut to me like yeah. i genuinely was like i do not even know how you would it was like <laughs> they thinned out the hair on top of her head and then spiked it and then filled out the hair coming out the bottom as though trying to make her look like a man that was had male pattern baldness on the top that he was yeah. trying to hide. So that compared with the sister's like huge bouffant. <laughs> and you're like, why is it? What's going on with this family? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, when, 
when we first met Julia, I wrote my notes, wow, 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 her hair. And then I'm going back through my notes, I had to be clear that I was talking about Julia in that line because then Sabrina's hair was a lot. So what? much hairspray in both of them. So much. I mean, they didn't even bother spraying it. They just dumped it on top of her head and then they backcombed it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, and then it's they're fine. <laughs> they're both walking fire hazards because of they're it. They're like, you look great. <laughs> they're like, I've never seen you look more beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stunning. Like an SNL skit where it's like they look like that and then show the hairdresser and he's got like a cross between their two hairstyles. <laughs> I mean, it must have just been like trendy, but it it was it was a lot and not everybody had such terrible hair. So it it did stand right. out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the sister, the younger sister was awful. I mean, because I think in a normal circumstance, you would feel a little bit because she'd obviously been manipulated and she'd been dumped by this guy and all this stuff. But the, the dad was like, why aren't you sorrier that your sister's dead? Like you're right. only pining after this guy who, okay, I just, before we get into it, I just want to talk about um, that character of Donald Granger. So in another episode, that actor also plays a guy who's married, who's having an affair. <laughs> Do you remember this? It's one where he's like been charged with the murder or something and they're having to use like, they're go- Jessica's, it's a currently like a trial and Jessica's going back through the facts. Yeah. And in that one, he's also hooking up with all these women and you're like, what is this? Right. <laughs> like, oh, this, it's just, it's like they pigeonholed this man is like this, <laughs> it's just like cheat. Like, I don't know, it's so funny. But um, yeah, I did think that was funny. Oh I did- yes, I remember, I know what episode you're talking about. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I've seen it a few times. Yeah, it's like, he... he's in that episode, like the really hot friend of the wife, but it's not really a friend, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. there's a bit where he's like, yeah, we had sex. So I took, then I took her to the airport. <laughs> so the whole story was that he'd just taken her to the airport, but then he did hook up with her. And you're like, what? <laughs> that doesn't feel like a natural progression of that journey. To like, yeah, anyway. it was. I know it was yeah he was so he was a bad guy <laughs> it was really bad in this one but also okay would it like for framing him even though he did commit the murder wouldn't Lloyd still go to jail what is that called where you interfere with a tampering with the evidence yeah That's a like crime, obstruction of justice yeah perverting the course of justice I mean it depends on how much they would want to charge him for that and because the guy actually then ended up being guilty maybe he just would be like yeah yeah because he went to Lloyd went to like a lot of work to yeah yeah I did like the subplot of the fact that Lloyd had written a book and it was (laughs) supposed to be terrible and that he was kept really saying funny. his friend had written a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she, that, okay. So the, I wrote down the titles. So the movie that he was talking about having worked on originally was called The Horror of Harrow House, which <laughs> described as schlock. And then he said that the, the book he'd written was called The Terror of Terrytown. No. <laughs> so the big big into wow. alliteration he's like oh, if it's totally not alliterative, i'm not interested 
I thought that was really funny. The They're both mouthfuls. Yeah. <laughs> the terror the of Terrytown. Wow, 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 wow. Wrap your mouth around that one. It's like, blah, 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 blah. I feel like I've got a mouthful of marbles now. <laughs> it's I really mean, wild. Yeah, and I liked. Um, I liked when Binky, well, when they're at Binky's house, let's, well, I guess we could get into Binky, but like, and Jessica and he are like making fun of the book. And I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> I know Jessica's so shady. She's like, oh yeah, but like my book's like in the other house. Like, mm. right. Well, and then yeah. she's like looking at Binky and trying to get his attention to be like, let's not talk about the book. <laughs> she's like, no, 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 no. I love Binky. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. there was some questionable actions, of course, from Binky, but yes. he's the star of the show. Cause yeah. you're like, <laughs> he's so funny and all these other people are so like mean and kind of horrible and then you have binky who's just like i feel great like get to like play my golf and walk around after dinner and like just seems so happy (laughs) when he's like freaking out about the fact that the whoever stole that painting like used a pizza cutter He's like, I don't even think I've had a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I laughed out loud also when he's having his party and it's Jessica and Lloyd and he's like telling some story about someone saying, oh, you're sitting in Hemingway's chair. And he said, I had no idea he made chairs. (laughs) I was like, big You know, it's funny. Philip Gerson loves a Hemingway joke. Because if we remember from just another fish story, the bartender was always oh. claiming that it was Ernest Hemingway's lighter or something like that, yes. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh and I, like, right. So it's, that was funny. And then also in Murder, she, in Murder, she wrote, in Murder at the Oasis, <laughs> in Murder, she wrote, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Murder at the Oasis, that Philip Gerson didn't write that episode, but in that one, she's also visiting an old friend whose adult children have turned into monsters. Mm-hmm. And they, just like in that episode, there's a point where the parent goes, oh, Jess, you remember what it was like, you know, before, like what they were like before. And it's like, oh, this is so depressing. Is this what happens to like adult children? They all just become these terrible people. Horrible people. I know but- it is kind of an, a theme in Murder, She Wrote. I feel like of of the wealthy. Yeah. Like you right. Yes, Glennis, you're right. Like it, these are all people that have too much money and well, cuz he like, described- is her sweet baby angel nephew and he can do no wrong in her eyes, not in mine. But and right. then like other children that you meet along the way, they're like or like children of friends like they're mostly nice unless they've come into a lot of wealth or like were raised super wealthy yeah 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 because like when we first meet julia she's just pretty much yeah Yeah. i mean it made me laugh because back back that were just fiery yeah she had a couple good one-liners was she the one that said dinosaurs never learn (laughs) yeah yeah that made me laugh and then, and then something about if you let Frank out of your sight, no telling what he'll get up to. Yeah, I thought that was funny. And then also, like, 
when she orders that double martini, the look on Lloyd and Jessica's faces are so funny. It's like so like ooh. Yeah. I like you've got a problem. Right. And they they both have like full glasses of I don't know what it was, white wine. Iced tea or something. (laughs) I loved um I loved Audrey's comeback to Julia when Julia is talking about Frank Mm. and Audrey goes oh did you lose him again I always know where my husband is but just that whole little exchange between Julia and Audrey I thought was really funny I like that too I also laughed when so that's the mayor and his wife when the mayor's wife is talking about the like Binky's like oh it was some hideous thing and then they pan to her talking about the painting and she's like it was such a cute dog and she's like and then and Jessica starts laughing <laughs> it's because Jessica loves Binky Binky's yeah. her favorite yeah and so uh, that was yeah all the bits with them were great and the bits yes. with Binky were great and like the immediate family yeah seemed terrible although Norman Lloyd seemed nice enough and he seemed to like his kids so you're not sure kind of where that all went so badly wrong but it's like you know I don't know but yeah that was all really funny I wrote down a lot of lines actually so did I pretty much everything Binky said I wrote down yeah that was also like well, we can get into it later, but some of the fashion choices in this. Oh my God. Were, <laughs> <laughs> were like a lot so to take it. And yeah, they weren't even my okay. least favorite outfits, but like Sabrina's sweater at lunch just had so much going on. So much. Sabrina's ensembles were like and truly the hair. atrocious. It was just, she did not... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. What if this actress is listening <laughs> but, and she gets really upset? I mean, just, she, she like, look back in the 80s and think, yeah, that was a really good fashion choice. I don't think anyone looks back at their choices in the 80s and is like, I really liked those shoulder pads. Or I I'm really gonna, liked- I'm going to stop you right there, Glennis. I wrote down... Mildred is a style icon. <laughs> because I thought yeah. she looked amazing Wait, who was mildred the mayor's wife oh uh, yeah she uh, had red-headed lady not audrey nice. is it audrey tilly is that the character uh, or no audrey mildred, oh. mildred tilly audrey mildred is her real name thank yes. you but she had it's not my top favorite outfit but i really really liked was the black with the white mm-hmm. yeah. kind of swirls on it over the white pants i thought she looked great yeah, I thought, she, at her. <laughs> I thought she looked terrific in every outfit yeah. she was in. But Glennis, I hear what you're saying. If you're not a 60 <laughs> plus year old woman, you know, when you're in your 30s or whatever the other two ladies were, because the trouble also for Sabrina was that she was meant to be the kind of like not dowdy might not be the right word, but the kind of not as glamorous sister. Yeah. So it's like they're gonna make her wear (laughs) well she was the one that was like a little more out there like she had the more fitted outfits like sabrina (laughs) was wearing straight up like blankets with horse motifs on them like i need to go back and look at a picture but i'm convinced that that was a blazer with 
I thought it was a half zip with a purple. I mean, the sidebar texting about it. (laughs) I I swear it's a blazer and like possibly cowboys, aliens, not sure. (laughs) Yeah, no, there's a humanoid figure on there. (laughs) Oh, what it looked like was, it looked like that motif from those like cave paintings in France. (laughs) That's what it looked like. And they made it a shirt or a sweater or a blazer or a piece of clothing that you wear on your torso. We'll just generalize that way. And the horses looked like bloated (laughs) or pregnant. It was such an odd- Galloping, I died. (laughs) And galloping, they were galloping across her clothing. I just, I, but the thing is, is that she's supposed to be somebody that, (laughs) that David Granger or whatever was attracted to. Donald. Donald. I'm never going to get any of the names right. <laughs> Donald. And it was like, she had zero, zero like sex appeal. And I'm not saying that women should have sex appeal, but she literally could have faded into the background. And I was like, there should have been a bit of an effort. I don't know, like between her hair, like she just seemed to disappear. Like I couldn't yeah. see her. I think the trouble is the, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, you. no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the thing is when the show is trying to paint a younger girl as like a nice girl, they're like, she can't, uh, like what you're saying, she cannot show any sexuality. We remember Corey from um, No Laughing Murder and her (laughs) sweaters. And you're like, really? This like 20 something year old woman who's about to get married to this hot guy isn't going to wear like I don't know, a deep V at some point, like Jessica sure is, but it's like, no, 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 no. She is going to have something that brushes the bottom of her chin at every possible turn. (laughs) And so I think it might be kind of the same with this girl. She's the nice one. So she can't, you know, anyway, sorry, Megan, what were you going to say? No, like, was she the one that was wearing like a haunted house sweater? Yeah. Like right after her dad had been stabbed? Yep. Yes. Because it was a haunted house sweater kind of a day. (laughs) Just like for Sabrina, it was a galloping pregnant zebra (laughs) with an alien kind of a day. So it's... (laughs) Actually, I thought her outfit at the funeral wasn't bad, but it was distracting because her hair was a lot and she was hitting on her... Like was she wearing clothes? Megan, all I could see was hair and bad life choices. That was it. That's that all I it. saw too. You're right. To strangle him, but then like somehow Jessica grabbing her wrists and the or like he like shunted her off. And then she's like, oh. <laughs> I mean that he was so skinny that hair could have knocked him right over. I feel like she went with the wrong <laughs> weapon there. But yeah, I mean it's I think it's just a wit because like uh, remember from Murder at the Oasis, not to keep bringing up that one, Terry wore some nice dresses, but she was meant to be kind of a bad girl. So she yeah, was allowed so. to show a little clavicle. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, no, it's true. Well, <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm watching. Sorry. I'm, I'm, you can edit this out. I am contributing, but I have the, <laughs> the Green Bay game on in the back and they just intercepted and they're down five points and I want them to beat Tampa Bay so I just was very excited and I made a gesture and like now 
And I don't want people to think I haven't committed to the show, but I got a title. Wow, someone needs to check their priorities. I know, you're right, you're right. I mean, I thought someone had broken into your home. (laughs) I looked up and you were going like this. (laughs) I I was mouthing like, run. Oh, I'm sorry. I was like, do we need to call somebody? Like, are you are you safe? And I thought you were reacting to Susanna's comment about Terry. And I was like, I did not think you had (laughs) opinions about the murderer at the Oasis. Jeez Louise. (laughs) like Terry's outfits were the best. Yeah. (laughs) Go. Go. Run. Sorry, sorry, got a little distracted. Oh my God. Oh, Megan, that really, (laughs) but it like shocked me and it made me laugh. Oh God, sorry. Um, I made a mistake. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Just to go back to Sabrina and Donald, I wrote down this line from Mildred that made me laugh because we've already seen Snow White, Blood Red, even though it comes in a later season. But she says, they met at a ski resort and you know what that means. <laughs> what does it mean? And he'd say, he'd say had, had intercourse with each other. Is that what <laughs> you're talking about, Mildred? I was like, does that mean that I'm right in thinking that Johnny Dowd and Jessica Fletcher did hook up at that ski resort? Because yeah, it they felt did. like it was they palpable. Did. Johnny Dowd lived, right, in that episode? Yeah, he just had like a nick on the arm. Oh, <laughs> right, like, right. Ellie, okay. I got stabbed. I get him confused <laughs> with the guy that died in the shower, like what that guy's name was. Because oh. they looked exactly the same. That was yeah. so brutal. Oh, and also, weirdly, I was listening to Cabot Cove Confidential. We must have watched an edited episode because they said you did see uh, Mc- the body. MacIver, Larry McIver in the shower. Yeah. Really? And I was like, I have no recollection of that, but they made a yeah, reference no, they- to seeing him in the shower. And oh. I was like, so... And I've seen that episode before and I don't ever remember seeing that. So I don't know, maybe, maybe they were joking. I'm not sure, but I I was listening to the episode and I was like, almost as shocked as what I was when I just saw Megan (laughs) at the TV. (laughs) I can check on um, the streaming on Amazon prime and see if it's there. That's so interesting. People can't handle seeing him in the shower. It's just not. I don't think I could have handled it. Yeah, I. Um, it's I just not like murder. It. She wrote. Well, no. Too sexy. No mur- oh, murdered. <laughs> like oh, I dead? thought they meant like they saw him in the. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, <laughs> no. no. I, thought, I thought No, his dead body in the shower just to be clear megan i would have had no problem if they'd shown him in the shower a nudie booty please and thank you yeah yeah Uh, we have the biggest hug category for a reason it's yeah megan you know why it's because in (laughs) murder there are two episodes where you see jones's butt in a shower mm-hmm. and so really? i think that's like the first yeah i can tell you which one i mean what the <laughs> later do you remember the baseball one where you saw buns she like walks into like the baseball locker room or something i think someone's playing for the minors oh jessica sees oh yeah Je- it's when, yeah. is it when jessica's n- nephew is a baseball player yes, yes. In yeah. that one, right? i think you see a bun in that okay i mean that feels racy but 
And we didn't see any buns in this episode. No, no sorry. Quite, I'm sorry I got confused. I was quite grateful for that, actually. I sure. felt like I didn't want to yeah, see there anybody's wouldn't be any buns. I didn't want to see Binky's buns. I liked Binky. Didn't need to see his buns. Fair. 100% agree. I, I felt like... Hmm. Cravat game, though. Ooh, go on. No, just that purple cravat was beautiful. <laughs> I thought his clothes were very nice. I, I did loved, too. I thought he looked very it good. It looked even actually. better on my floor, right? Oh, Whoa, yeah. too sexy. <laughs> oh, you know what? We did see a bicep. Th- oh, God, this is horrible. We're like Mr. Skin, but for Murder, She Wrote. Like, we did see a bicep <laughs> when the- uh... And we're talking about, like, elbows and feet. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're a at. deep V. <laughs> deep V. But we, uh, the chief was doing a lot of plumbing in this episode. That was oh, an yeah. I found the chief a little attractive. Yeah, I would. You know what? I he filled did out that well. shirt pretty nicely. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. just channeling a little Magnum PI action. Yeah. Well, actually, that chest hair and that Hawaiian shirt—they're obviously competing for the same demographic. Or no, so we the um, <laughs> lost in Las Vegas. What? What? Huh? <laughs> no. Robert Urich? Yeah, I was about to say, do you mean Vegas with Robert Urich? Because yeah, yes, I've seen a lot of those. God, I know the like. You can do it. A book as well, yeah. where it's like the guy driving and he's wearing like a, a Hawaiian shirt and like aviators and like a. a <laughs> Wait, is this from Murder She Wrote? No, no. Summer school. Oh, I, is it summer school? No. Is it Mark Harmon? Is it the new to... Magnum PI? No. <laughs> I, we cannot go into Mark Harmon again. <laughs> We've already been down I, that. Oh, I, I've said it before. I mean, I am deep into a Magnum PI. Yeah. Like, I'm I watching three hours a day, every day. Well, Fear and like- loathing. In Las Vegas. Oh, oh that's you like mean Johnny Depp. Like too cerebral, yeah. Glennis. <laughs> yeah, that's sexy. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, yeah, you're the not wrong. The shirt. Well, I guess you can't really see the shirt. But. You know those aviator style glasses, but that are prescription, like what the cop had in this episode. I really like those glasses, and you I know think what Susanna. I was thinking I needed them. Yeah, I think no, you look great in them. Ashley, I'm not kidding. I think you look really good. I, with them. I was like, I think I, I think I need a pair of prescription glasses that look like that. Yeah, I think they're very attractive. I think I they. I don't know. Yeah, they. I think they just suit. I don't know what it is. Maybe because they're like wide. I'm not sure. Yeah, but yeah. I think you should. No, get they them. were good. Okay, I will. <laughs> Done. Um. So yeah. So okay. So we mentioned the cop had a plumbing thing. Basically, yeah. his wife wanted him to be a plumber. Mm-hmm. And because of that, there were a lot of plumbing jokes, which I was like, yeah, it sounds great. But, you know, that was sort of it. For, and I guess he wasn't particularly good at his job, but he didn't, he was sort of fine. We never learned yeah, his he first like, name. He worked with her fine. Like, he wasn't, like, outwardly annoyed yeah. with her or anything, but he wasn't like, oh, like, like thank you for help. You know, he was in the middle. Yeah. He, um, I like that we had a chief think in this episode. I feel like that should be an episode beat at some point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sheriff, think. Oh, chief, yeah, we think. should. You should add that to the list. Yeah, you should. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll star it. I'm sure we've added something else in the course of this show and I've never <laughs> but I yeah. got to add it back in. Um, like when we were like, write it down about the episodes, you're like, who's, who's marking this down? <laughs> it was Megan. Megan, you were writing them down. Was I? Well, yeah. I did it. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, I, uh, okay. So we had that, I, we had a line from, uh, Lloyd. Sorry, it's confusing because the actor is called Norman Lloyd, but his name in the show is Lloyd Marcus. Oh, interesting. Find weird. Um, but she, they're talking about how nice it is that his kids live so close to him. And he says, I'll, one day I'll tell you about the gratification of parenthood. It's something similar to a molar extraction. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. Woo, and woo, there was woo. one point when he was talking to Jessica about Julia and he's like, remember how she was before and that she was so great. And I feel like Jessica kind of made a face like, um, like she, she says like, oh yeah, no. But I was joking that in her head, she's probably like, no, Jessica, Julia's always been terrible. <laughs> no, she's, she's rough. That lunch <laughs> did, I know we've already mentioned it, but that lunch really did make me laugh where the two of them are sat there and it's so uncomfortable. And they're just sat there eating their crab salad or whatever it was they were having, just like, hmm. I spent like way too long in my head trying to figure out where um, where they were supposed to be because I swore they mentioned Reno at some point but they also mentioned being close to the water and like that California was on the west coast so like I figured it was I don't know it, it doesn't matter but I was very confused. I think it was upstate New York okay. or maybe New Jersey because they kept mentioning that they that people were coming from New York. Okay. So New it Jersey makes been, sense. Well, and then they went to New York for the opera. So like to do uh, that. Yeah, that's right. Okay, was, that makes sense. Cause I really wondered if Cedar Heights had an a <laughs> burgeoning opera scene. And I got right. really confused. I was like, wow, they're really selling this as a fancy place. <laughs> it, it did look fancy. All the interiors of those homes. I was like, wow, where is this? No. I, I know, mean, worst, it does look nice. The worst house was Binky's, but- Thank interior you. wise <laughs> it yeah. wasn't as bad as last week but i thought the interior of uh lloyd's house was lovely mm-hmm. although yeah. that wood paneling very very nice um forbes was a funny character the the, the butler. butler oh yeah and that, i love the she... unnecessary though <laughs> yeah it was although it made me laugh when he saw her and then turned away and pretended like he hadn't seen her that <laughs> yeah. did make me really laugh and then was like oh hello mrs fletcher <laughs> like, so didn't they refer to him as like a house a house man or something manservant they called him a manservant i'm sure that you're right i'm sure they called him like a house man yeah <laughs> and then and and the chief called him a valet which yeah i've never i've heard i've not heard of that outside of england i don't think so it's a very sort of like but they were he was british i suppose so maybe that was why like politely say that the the cook that he's dating is much like more attractive and younger than the other lady he was dating that was sad yeah that was a little sad I am um, when he dumped her. I know all the like. I that was very 
silly. And also when he gets home on the night that the robberies happened and he's drunk. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> so it's really an <laughs> that felt really relatable to me. <laughs> like just this idea of like, I've been out having a nice time. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I come home and you know, the you know what's hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> like Oh, pull it together. Or like you're so drunk, you like you just can't like take it on. So one time (laughs) over like New Year's Eve, Glennis and I were staying at mom and dad's house and we came home after being out and someone had stuck plastic forks, like a bunch of them in the front lawn. And we both looked at it and we're just like, We can't deal with this right now and like just walked into the house. (laughs) I like didn't really remember until like the next morning when was like remember those plastic forks in the line I was like what are you talking about (laughs) I just remember us both kind of looking at each other being like like, we can't do this right now (laughs) 50 forks perfectly it was really weird (laughs) and it was like kind of like a harmless crime you know I mean like it didn't do anything but it was just no other law was affected by the fork gate it was really weird. I love that you two looked at each other. You're like, you know what? Oh. Ah, no. Yeah, we're just going to leave it. It's all right. We're going to go in. Right. I feel like... It's <laughs> like, been hurting right. anyone. <laughs> no. See, I thought you were going to say, like, normally what would happen after, like, a night out of the getting back to mom and dad's house is the quandary of which item of food you yes. feel like you can eat without someone getting really mad about <laughs> it being missing. One time, Mark and I ate a sushi Rito. We bought for Oliver earlier in the day we got back and we're like is he gonna know it's not here did we tell him that it was here like the the internal debate about like when we ate it all and the next day he was like what happened to the sushi Rita you guys (laughs) (laughs) this was Thanksgiving of this year my mom's like well there used to be four of these cookies and I was like uh <laughs> my favorite thing about that was mom went why did they <laughs> had eaten the point it was like a five star point cookie so they'd eaten two points off one cookie yeah. and three points off the other cookie she's like why did they eat two then why didn't they just eat one cookie it's like <laughs> when you're drunk point. you're like this is the perfect crime like no one <laughs> yeah, will ever no, know no. And then they put the two cookies together. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. No, <laughs> that it's... really made me laugh. Um, so yes. Oh yeah. Did you say when you were talking about Binky and the and Mildred's painting that he said it's the kind of picture only an interior designer could love? No, I I couldn't remember <laughs> what he said exactly. I no, totally so missed good. that that made me laugh out loud I was like that is so funny um yeah he was great I mean we could do you want to go through the beats yeah then, um yeah a few okay. things highlighted okay yeah. I think we'll get through some of this uh okay so thunder weather no secret doors closet hiding I said hiding behind a curtain yeah which is what um Binky did Binky did yeah when he was the art thief um poisoning bludgeoning it was a strangling with a piano wire which is that is pretty pretty grim yeah that's Uh, pretty dark 
I mean, that guy was, as soon as you saw him, you were like, he straight up murdered his wife, right? Like there's no, <laughs> no or is there another suspect? I'm not sure. When he Maybe- and Sabrina come barreling into that room, like where they're eating lunch, I was like, what is the deal? Like what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah, and, and her excuse was like, oh, well, like, you know, I don't like driving in, like, Friday afternoon traffic. I was like, so what? So you just left your car wherever it was <laughs> and had him pick you up? Like, well, and then I'm just like, is that an option? Like, do I not have to drive in Friday afternoon traffic? Right. Like, how do I get out? I don't like it either. How do I get yeah, out of it? exactly. Like, Curious. <laughs> Just get somebody else to do it. Well, and it was weird too because she was sort of like lording over her sister a little bit that the husband had come to get her. And it's like, that is not a good look. Like, I know he's your ex boy. Oh, you know what this reminds me of? I just remembered. Do you remember that Marple where with the one with Toby Stevens, where um, he's married to the one sister but yeah. he had dated the other yes. sister and then but he was basically just like a serial philanderer like he couldn't yes. you know he wasn't and yeah that's that guy also they're like try not to so mean both those actresses are cute but it was like and then he met her like gorgeous sister and i was like i mean <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I know that's mean. It's the woman from Lindley, like who plays. Yeah, this. and I was like, she's cute, but it wasn't like, like ooh, ba 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 boom. Well, and the trouble is when you have Toby Stevens as your like central hot guy, the like the bar is set awfully high. Like he's, yeah. oh, it's so like Bly Manor. Wait, Glennis, what? What did you say? I said, except for Toby Stevens in my favorite outfit. And Susanna, I'm pretty sure you can recall. Glennis and I send this photo back and forth to each other <laughs> every few months of Toby Stevens in this like cat, like it's like a red carpet picture with him, Judy Dench, and then this British actor that's, what is his name? Peter Bowles, who starred into The Manor Born, which is a TV show out here in the 70s. Honestly, it's like the most insane picture. And what happened was, sorry, this is, sorry. Glynis, when she moved back to the UK and started using her UK phone again, it like popped up on my phone because she sent me a new text and it showed the text that she'd sent previously. And it said something like 550 days ago or something. And I look up and the it's just, there's no words. It's just that picture. So she's just sent that picture. I was like, what? Why did you send me that? And she was like, I don't know. So now it's just like this running gag. Is it where he's in like a beige? Um, yeah, it's like a beige. Corduroy. I'll send this to the group. With like a very yes. thin scarf. And yes, a very, and a very thin, mustache. thin mustache. A mustache, yes. yes. That would be the one. It is like every once in a while, you just, just send it back. It's just like I'm not. I don't know what it means, and I don't know why we sent it to each other to <laughs> begin right. with. But there you go. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so strang. I can't even remember what we're talking about. Strangling. Yes. Phone wire cut. No. She's shaking. No. Uh, window peep. I. I had it that he was behind that window cur- that curtain, but the window was open. So I'm assuming he <laughs> got 
in that way and then was it was he was awfully close to jessica when she yeah. got the manuscript also when they're driving by in the car and lloyd's like oh her door uh, julia's yeah. door is open yes i yeah. like yeah there was a few i mean and i think there must have been some oh no i suppose not i was gonna say at the golf course but no um fake name id binky's the thief but he's you know not really lying about his name the fuzz slash cop quirk is that he cooper was a new york cop and wannabe plumber yeah that was his shtick i said there was no cop chemistry i don't know how people i would agree with that i agree uh businessy business rich people and art yeah (laughs) like a golf golf club yeah like inheritance <laughs> well yeah inherited wealth insurance yeah. insurance oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah we had insurance a lot of head office talk i was like okay i don't know a lot about the insurance game but i'm sure it's well tough. this leads into why my guess was what it was mm-hmm. should i go for it oh yeah we can talk about that now if you want to yes go on but your guess was uh mildred tilly because like they were like oh this would the crimes would have had to be committed by someone who was really in the know of people's like comings and goings and the way that she was gossiping about people was so great where she's like and so and so did this and so and so did that and she would have known what the insurance payout would have been yeah and like would have been valued at I I could see how you got there, Glennis. And also just to add that that woman was kind of other than Binky, like the star. Yeah. Like yeah. she and him were, well, I guess Lloyd, but like were probably the most interesting people. So you could see how you would think like, as you say, she knew everything, but also it's like, she feels like it would be right Why for her. Her hair to- was so big, full of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> full of secrets. She references someone having used to work with um one of nancy's designers i think she's talking about nancy reagan so that made me laugh out loud she said nancy i could not think of what nancy she was talking about no, I, mean, I feel I'm like just, a real i, I would assume no nancy. that makes yeah yeah I, that made me laugh i was like that's really funny <laughs> i was like nancy sinatra <laughs> trying to think of any nancy i know that makes way more sense yes okay um Okay, age ain't nothing but a number. Oh, yeah, I want to hear this. Just so that we know, I could not get an age for the actress that played Sabrina. So I'm assuming she was like 30. I don't know. So Julia Granger was 37. Okay. Donald Granger was 39. Ellen Davis was 34. Binky was 38. So that's all, they're all about the same age interestingly mildred tilly was 54 and frank tilly a uh, 64 sorry and frank tilly was 54 oh interesting so a little bit of a toy boy there and then um the last interesting age fact is that the guy that played lloyd marcus norman lloyd was 72 in this episode he was born in 1914 he is still alive he's oh. 106 years old what he, yeah he was a producer like a lot of production credits he was a producer on alfred hitchcock presents and he was also an actor and his mo one of his more recent credits is he was in train wreck with amy schumer oh my 
my goodness. Wow. So yeah, busy. He's also so, insane elsewhere, which we talk about frequently. Yeah. 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 So his, and according to, I think it was Wikipedia. I can't remember if this was IMDb. Um, his wife and he were married for 75 years and she died, passed away at 98. Um, and that was about, nine years ago. Yeah. Sorry, I just pulled up the Wikipedia. This is. Oh my gosh. Isn't that interesting? Because I was looking at it and IMDb only listed a date of birth for him. And I was like, oh, this must be wrong. And then I was like, oh, no, he's still alive. That's amazing. So, yeah. This is really cute. It says, on October 25th, 2017, just two weeks shy of his 103rd birthday, he attended game two of the 2017 World Series in Los Angeles. 91 years earlier, at the age of 11, he had attended game one of the 1926 World Series at Yankee Stadium. Oh, that's not, it's that like, is, it's just so interesting. <laughs> like, wow. That is so wild. That's very interesting. <laughs> so wow. yeah, he's, yeah. So just to add that in for the numbers. Um, okay, so smooches. I don't think we had a single smooch. Am I no. wrong about Mm-mm. that? Okay. I don't think Fami- so. Familial ties, no. I closed head shake. No, we did not have one of those. But what we did have was a a very serious eye roll at (laughs) Sabrina's reaction to Donald being a dirtbag. She was just like, oh, God. I know, and and totally deserved. Yep. I have to say, I don't, I know Snow White Blood Red did this as well. I don't love an episode that has like, I know it's not called this, but like that kind of cold close Mm -hmm. where they say who the killer is and then that's the end of the episode. I like a little epilogue. I like a little, like everybody's gonna be fine and we have a bit of a laugh. Like I love those ones. So it's not my favorite way to end it, but I get that a lot had happened. So Mm -hmm. yeah. The the final scene that they end on, Just talking about eyes closed, head shake. It's like her Jessica's eyes could not have been more open. And then they just like froze on that scene where her eyes are just like wide open. She's hugging <laughs> She's like, because she just hit me in the face with that hair. She's like, it yeah. stings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so fave outfit, worst outfit. This is going to be interesting. Megan, why don't you start us off? You look excited. I am excited. I loved Jessica's animal print dress that she wore to Binky's um, dinner party. I yeah. thought it was really, really cute. I, you know, I also like Jessica's white look that she wore in the beginning to the golf course, but I really, really like mm-hmm. the animal print one. And then, um, God, Lee's favorite was like, anything sabrina wore i guess but especially the horse jacket i also weirdly did really like the um sweater that binky wore with the stars on it i loved that sweater i thought that looked so nice so those are those are mine okay sorry i'm just gonna have a look at our costume designer here ashley do you want to go next for a fave outfit worst outfit sure um, I think my fave outfit was probably like Megan, the black and white dress that um, Jessica wears. Um, but I also like Mildred Tilly's white blazer with the red and white floral shirt underneath. Mm-hmm. And then um, I liked uh, just Binky's style overall. Like Glynis had mentioned, the cravat action. Um, mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. that looked really good. I think he was wearing a black 
velvet blazer with it or something that yeah, looked really cool. good um cool in his old purse. and sabrina's <laughs> hair is the worst outfit for me yeah, yeah. okay glennis yeah. what do you think i mean yeah anything binky wore was fave that yeah that crushed velvet uh blazer with the purple silk cravat was great it could have done a little bit better with his hair but we all know the hair was probably the star of this episode <laughs> <laughs> and yeah then anything sabrina wore was just awful okay so i had you know what's funny is i didn't write down sabrina's outfits but they were like almost too much for my brain to take <laughs> on so i was yeah. just like you know so i wrote um jessica's ruffly shirt blouse at the beginning of the episode i was like what's happening that's not this isn't what i care for but then i felt like she really made it up with the beautiful uh the first pale yellow skirt suit with the striped white and yellow blazer and then the pink skirt suit with the sort of um white squares like very pale white squares i thought those both outfits looked so pulled together even though they were separates and they both had a real nice pleat to those skirts which i thought were really good um ellen's sweater vest was also one of my worst i thought that was very bad but i didn't mind the dress underneath it and then for fave outfits apart from the skirt suits obviously yes the animal print dress with the tiered gold necklace underneath i thought looked really lovely and mildred's outfits I thought were fantastic. So yeah. she in particular, I love that black and white one, but in particular the red and white, it was like a leaf print turtleneck under a white blazer that was lined in red. And I think it had a red skirt with it. So this is Al Lehman, by the way, who did this episode. Uh, and I think mm -hmm. you can tell because yeah, there's some misfires, but I think overall Jessica looks like if you compare this with Murder at the Oasis, she just looks a lot sharper in this episode than she did it. Like all the skirts are a bit more pulled in and everything. Okay, so here's an interesting one. Oh yeah, and Binky's Navy sweater. In his defense, like I, some of this is just what kind of the look was, mm -hmm. especially for the the younger people. I mean- Although the horse blazer, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. But this well, is and, what I'm saying. It's like a character thing. Sorry, Ashley, go on. Yeah, no, I agree. I think he's dressing the character in a certain way. Like, I, I don't necessarily, sometimes when I pick like worst <laughs> outfit, I'm not thinking of the costume supervisor. I'm more just like, <laughs> like, that's just an ugly thing. And it might go along with that character if you're trying to put him like kind of dowdy or, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I think, but I think when you can, I think when you can tell it's him is when it's Jessica's clothes. Yeah. Cause I just think he dresses her a lot nicer than a lot of the other ones do. Although not, that's not true across the board. There's some great ones later on after he goes, mm -hmm. but it's, um, I just thought those, those pale colors on her looked really nice. Anyways, biggest hunk. Hmm. Who to start with here? Glennis, do you want to start? This is a tough one. Biggest hunk. Uh, I really like the lady who played Mildred Tilly. Yeah. Ashley, what do you think? Um, I think Binky for me. But I the the chief 
comes in like a close second. I thought he was kind of hunky. Yeah. Megan, what do you think? I got to go Binky. Okay. I think, Ashley, I'm with you. I could I could go with Binky or the Chief. I think yeah. my heart is with Binky, <laughs> but <laughs> I felt like the Chief was a good looking guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, as soon as they started talking, I was like, oh my God, I could just see myself having <laughs> pal like this at this place like he's he's also very nice to everybody you know he's sort of nice to everybody it's just anyways um okay so the next one is jb burns ashley do you want to start us off here i don't think i have any burns from her i have and I have this quote written down, your wife's no tower of intellect. <laughs> and I don't know who said it, but I felt like it was a burn. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, if, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. And then the other quotes I had written down were some just between Mildred and Julia, which we had already said. So, Okay, Megan, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't really have any JB burns, but I did just like a funny like binky quote was when he's talking about golf and he's like this is the test of one's capacity for total humiliation <laughs> that's like that pretty much sums up how i feel about golf so i i liked it okay Glennis. well so yeah so i had the quotes from julia about like the dinosaurs never learned and the ones <laughs> then i had written something down that i like didn't re- remember what i meant by it until this very moment <laughs> so it's oh no the actress just gets to lie on the ground and it's the scenes that that they did (laughs) around julia's death or that they're showing them all coming in at different (laughs) scenes lying on the ground and then they're (laughs) retelling them the husband is coming in <laughs> and it's just all these scenes of Julia lying on the ground <laughs> like okay get back down there <laughs> like six scenes of that oh my god oh my god that's amazing I love it I liked the um I also wrote down the taped body outline and that's something that I miss with current crime shows. It's just like yeah. a tape of like. Yeah, like where they were. Yeah. I also, yeah. I felt like with the flashback, we had a perfect opportunity for Little Feet here and it didn't, yeah. it didn't happen. So I was forgot how much you love Little Feet. <laughs> well, obviously yeah. that actor was still available to, to do that scene. So they didn't have to use Little Fly. Feet. Right, right. <laughs> but um, I had... So I had a couple of burns. Well, I had a couple quotes. One was a just a JB burn, which is when um, Ellen is saying like, oh, don't start telling people that, you know, start asking about if I'm having an affair with Donald because that could be really embarrassing. Like meaning to Jessica and Jessica went, embarrassing to whom? <laughs> and Ellen was like, uh-oh, she's got me. Um, and this isn't really a burn. I just thought this was funny. Mildred said, Elise is their maid. She says, Elise had the flu and she just better not have given it to me. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, that was funny. I was I like, like, that's yeah. something you say often. <laughs> Seriously, like someone, to- like, yeah. Someone yeah. tells me that they've been sick or they're like, 
They're like, oh, I've just been throwing up all weekend. I'm like counting back. I'm like, when was the last time I saw this person? Like, <laughs> like, like is it, they spread this to me. Um, okay, so fave guest star. Glynis, why don't you start? I mean, Lloyd. What? I mean, I don't know anyone in yeah, this. Binky or Mildred? Yeah, fine. Sure, Binky. No, no, I don't want to know. You can say mine. I'm annoyed in the submission. No. <laughs> well, no, it's just funny, Glynis, because you were saying how much you liked Mildred. Yeah. So much so that okay, she I was know. your biggest tongue. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I normally take fave guest star as like, uh, I don't know, someone who's like famous. I uh, see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, has the most clout and uh lloyd like you just said has a pretty prolific career okay. yes and just to put it into perspective like his is the most <laughs> prolific career for sure um and we haven't mentioned this guy very much but gordon jump who plays uh frank was in a lot of shows but in wkrp in cincinnati mm-hmm. in cincinnati particularly which is as we know a show i've never seen sure. and um the other one is Audrey Meadows, who played Mildred, was Alice on the Honeymooners. Yeah. So that is probably so for an 80s audience, like to you, that probably does that. Like I haven't seen a ton of the Honeymooners either, but that would have been probably quite a famous person. Although, as you say, Norman Lloyd would have been really famous. So yeah, okay. Sorry. I we're not so I'm saying I'm not judging you, Norman Lloyd. I'm Doesn't sure he'll love like a shout out. Face anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh megan why don't you go next uh thank you but mildred is a close second place okay ashley what do you think um i would say mildred and then i love gordon jump like i think he's hysterical yeah. so i was a little bummed that he wasn't in more of it yeah but um i just like seeing a familiar face i get it I think we had a really strong cast of side characters because, like, for me, Binky and Mildred are. And then there was Sabrina. Just kidding. And (laughs) Sabrina, like, but I had written down Audrey Meadows just because she was so committed. But then Binky was too. So actually, the two of them together, I would have said, would would be my favorite. Um, Okay, you know, I. Oh, one last thing is I did a deep dive on the chief, like on his bio. And he was in the original Boys in the Band. So he's oh. done like a ton of work. But the synopsis says that the Boys in the Band is a four daddy of gay cinema. And oh. I oh. thought, isn't it forefather? And then I thought they were just being cutesy. And I was thought you were going to say a four daddy was like a grading system in terms of like... <laughs> maybe like four out of five daddy that makes sense yeah i mean that's how i'm gonna rate people going forward four out of five daddies i like that um i yes that's oh that's interesting ash i didn't i should have gone down as i never go down their bios very deep i just sort of it was a lengthy one i wouldn't it's yeah is he still with us He's still no. no, he is not. He has oh, passed of the good. cancer. He oh. died very he died very young. He was only 60. Yeah. Um, 
So Oh no, sorry, dark. sorry. Um 65. Sorry. Christopher Allport, who played Donald, um, died in an avalanche when he was 60 in the San Gabriel Mountains, which was crazy. Yikes. That is so mad. I mean, this so is sad. Uh, this is yeah there's a lot of people that have passed in this episode which is which is always sad mm-hmm. um and yeah but okay. but not binky nope binky's still with us <laughs> not binky um when glittis when they were accusing binky glittis texted not my precious binky <laughs> <laughs> um so okay fave moment overall ranking uh ashley wait who was the last person i selected wait megan do you should you do you want to start us off with this one sorry sure. i try to keep it fair but I'm, gonna I never go, track. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a nine okay uh because it's kind of sad like it's that this guy killed the dot and like that's that's a little sad i want like like most like not too sad for 10 maybe but then um god i mean any scene with binky i really like the dinner party scene so that might be my favorite okay ashley i i'd probably give it an eight um and i think my fave moment is when binky is confessing to stealing the art and he's just so like resigned to this is my fate and I'm not going to fight it, but I'm also going to be really charming while I do it. Um, <laughs> and the, the banter with uh, Mildred and Julia was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glynis. Yeah, I was, I was going to say I would give it like a seven or an eight just because of how dark it was and how like cold, the husband was at the end and the fact that the dad went to such lengths after seeing his daughter murdered to then like shove a button in her cold dead hands to frame his son-in-law like it all was just like sure the shoe fit but so yeah I'll go seven um and yeah my favorite moment was when Binky was confessing and he was like oh you've caught me like I'm just surprised like I just want to know how you figured it out and like mama and papa didn't <laughs> set me up for a life of, or, or, what does he say servitude they set me up for a life of enjoying the finer things and yeah, the whole says, he me says on my age mama and papa yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And when he's like a pizza cutter, <laughs> so I know bad. that's the thing he's the most Hold offended me. by is the idea that he would use a pizza cutter to cut the painting. And he's like, I'm a pizza the- cutter. Like I don't <laughs> even know what a pizza cutter looks like. <laughs> it, yeah, I I think I'd probably I think it's a really good episode. I think it's really well written, and I think that they I love that he does the thing where there's. You know, the thing where someone says something they shouldn't. So obviously Donald had mentioned about the pizza cutter earlier in the episode. And as soon as he said it, because I couldn't quite remember when it happened. I was like, oh, right. Okay. He's now showing that he knows more information than what's been given. But also Binky's done that too. So it's like, there's this sort of, you get confused a little bit, even though they're doing the like normal tropes of murder. Yeah. So I think I'd give it an eight. 
I think it's great. I think this guy writes some of my favorite episodes. I had no idea he'd written all of these ones and I had no idea I felt so strongly about them. But yeah, and I would say my favorite scene is, as you say, probably when Binky's confessing because it is so funny and he's just so pleased that she figured him out and he's so sort of, yeah, it's a very likable character. And um, as you say, if it wasn't the daughter, it maybe wouldn't feel quite so dark, but it's yeah. very dark. episode. but a great season finale, I think a really fun way to send the show off and then um, go into reruns, I guess. But anyways, so does anybody else have anything they want to add? Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much everybody for listening. Uh, please follow us at Cabot coverage on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I promise I will start putting stuff on Twitter and Instagram. I've been a little remiss recently, but I will do it again. And, um, yeah. And thank you so much to everyone that's rated and reviewed us on Apple podcasts. And thank you so much for listening. We hope you listen again next week. Bye. Bye. Right, right into the mic. <laughs> <laughs>